How much would you be willing to sacrifice for the sake of someone else hearing the gospel and believing in Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior? What if the price was your very own life? Well, this was the ultimate personal price that IMB missionary Karen Watson would make in a northern city of Iraq in 2004. Her sacrifice is perhaps best described in a letter she wrote to her family and friends in the event of her death when she said, His glory, my reward. Today here on Star City, we will hear the rest of Karen's personal story as shared with us by her friend and former worship pastor, Dr. Gary Mathena. I'm your host, Brian Smith, and now here's the second part of Karen's story, His Glory, My Reward. You know, Gary, I think you're exactly right. And and when we return to the very essence of why God made us in the first place, uh, then there is joy of wanting to and, and passion to help others to experience that same fulfillment of purpose in their own life. Uh, I think, in part, this may have been what the Apostle Paul was uh, referring to when he was writing Mm -hmm. to his younger son in the faith, Timothy. And he was talking about his own experiences, where God had seen him through so much over the course of his ministry as a missionary. And he said in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 17 and 18, Paul writes these words, But the Lord stood by me and strengthened me, so that Through me, the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear it. So I was rescued from the lion's mouth. The Lord will rescue me from every evil deed and bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Uh, Paul was obviously not saying that I expect to live to be 120 years old. What he was talking about is that God would see him through and he would bring him safely into his heavenly home there in God's kingdom of heaven when the time came. Mm. And Gary, Karen Watson displayed, I think, that same wonderful spirit of faith, it sounds like, and confidence in Christ right up to the point when she was killed and yes. lost her life. Would you tell our listeners how, how that happened on that fateful day in Iraq? Sure. Um, Brian, I, I, uh, I'll never forget that day when uh, Pastor Phil... Uh, my pastor there at Valley Baptist Church in Bakersfield, got the phone call from the IMB crisis team that on Saturday, uh, March the 15th, that was uh, 2004, Karen had been killed. Um, we, we, were, we were devastated uh, as her church family. Uh, we, we, we always knew that that was a possibility. Every missionary that leaves home, knows that that, is, uh, that, 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 that might uh, happen. We just didn't expect it to happen uh, with our Karen. And um, on this particular day, March 15th, Karen, along with four other of our missionaries, were on their way back to Mosul uh, after spending the day visiting villages, scouting out locations for potential water well uh, sites. And as they were driving down this dusty road, um, we didn't know it at the time, but w- we later found out that ISIS militants, this is one of the very first attacks by ISIS uh, that we know of. Uh, we barely even knew who ISIS was at that time here in America. But ISIS militants uh, in a passing car opened fire on uh, the car that Karen was in with automatic weapons and rocket-powered grenades. Karen, we understand, died instantly in that attack, as did uh, Larry and Jean Elliott, uh, two of our missionaries. 
David McDonald, another missionary, died a few hours later, and David's wife, Carrie, she was critically wounded and to this day uh, uh, suffers the consequences of her uh, of her injuries. Um, I remember standing outside the airport there in uh, in Bakersfield with our grieving church family as we met the private plane that was bringing Karen's body back to us. And I remember standing there with our church family. The mood was quiet. It was somber. Many of us wiping tears away as we watched Karen's casket uh, being unloaded with great tenderness and care as we honored and welcomed home our faithful fallen friend. At my um, first meeting to attend at the International Learning Center near Richmond, where we as Southern Baptists train all of our foreign missionaries, um, I was walking down the hall from one meeting to another, and I turned a corner and noticed a framed letter on the wall. And before I could even get close enough to read the letter, I recognized it as being the letter that Karen had written um, to Pastor Phil and Pastor Roger, my pastors, to be opened only in the event of her death. And I remember that letter because I was standing in my pastor's office when he opened that letter and showed it to me for the first time. And, I, and, and as I saw that letter that was framed, Pastor Phil in consequent years had donated that letter to the mission board and they framed it and put it there in, 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 on the wall for all of our uh, missionaries to see and to read and to be inspired by. And as I walked up to that letter, tears coursed down my cheek as I read it again, afresh and anew, and was so inspired by uh, the words that Karen had written. Wow. Gary, would you please read that letter for us today? Sure. This is, these are Karen's words. She wrote, Dear Pastor Phil and Pastor Roger, you should only be opening this letter in the event of my death. When God calls, there are no regrets. I tried to share my heart with you as much as possible, my heart for the nations. I wasn't called to a place. I was called to him. To obey was my objective. To suffer was expected. His glory was my reward. His glory is my reward. I thank you all so much for the prayers and support. Surely your reward in heaven will be great. Thank you for investing in my life and spiritual well-being. Keep sending missionaries out. Keep raising up fine young pastors. In regards to any memorial service, keep it small and simple. Just preach the gospel be bold and preach the life-saving, life-changing, forever eternal gospel. Give glory and honor to the Father. And then she wrote these words. The missionary's heart cares more than some think is wise, risks more than some think is safe, dreams more than some think is practical, expects more than some think is possible. I was called not to comfort or success, but to obedience. There is no joy outside of knowing Jesus 
and serving him. Shalom, Karen. Wow, what beautiful, inspiring words. And and watching you read them, I can see that uh, her words and testimony still tugs on your heart today. Very much so, uh, yes. Gary, um, what would you say, uh, based upon Karen's life story and the words you just read, um, what would you say to encourage other Christians today? What what would you like for them to know uh, today in light of this beautiful daughter of God, our sister in Christ, whom one day I'm going to have to wait to meet her in heaven. You had the joy of meeting her here on earth. Um, what would you like to to leave with our listeners today as a word of encouragement? Well, I think I would just like to leave them with uh, Matthew's words from Matthew, or Jesus' words recorded in Matthew 28, where Jesus says to us, all of us, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. And I think what I would want to leave with us today is to realize that this is the great, what we refer to as the Great Commission, and it is to all believers. And uh, whether you are an auto mechanic or whether you are a medical uh, professional, whether you are an accountant, uh, I don't, I, it, it, you know, just name off all the different occupations of life. Uh, but God has called each and every one of us to fulfill this great commission. And I would just challenge all of us today is to, is to pray about and, and figure out with God's direction what your part is in the missionary task. For some, it's to go. For others, it's to support the going and uh, giving of financial resources to support our missionaries, giving uh, our, our, our time and prayer for our missionaries and supporting them. Uh, but, but all of us are included in the missionary task. There are no caveats. Uh, there are no exceptions. We are all missionaries. Where is your place? in the missionary task. Boy, that's a good word, Gary. And as you and I have both heard others say before, when you read the New Testament and specifically consider the words of Christ and the Great Commission, uh, the question is, Christians should not be, why should I go? But why should I stay? We are all called to go. Gary, thank you so very much for sharing your memories and uh, about your friendship and fellowship and the story of Karen Watson, uh, your sister in Christ and ours. And friends, thank you. That's all the time that we have today, but we're glad that you listened in. And I hope that you've been both blessed and inspired hearing about the life story and faith of missionary and martyr Karen Watson. Our special guest today has been my friend and yours, Dr. Gary Mathena. Please check out Gary's book on worshiping God entitled One Thing Needful, An Invitation to the Study of Worship. That book has been a blessing, Gary, in my life, and I'm sure it has been the same for many others as well. You can still find Gary's book on Amazon, so be sure to order your copy today while it still is available. Gary, as always, it's been good to be with you, my brother. I so appreciate you and thank the Lord for you. Thank you for allowing me to be here today. Well, our joy and honor. Friends, you've been listening to the Star City Podcast, and we hope that you will be joining us again soon for another special time together. And until then, please remember, God loves you, and He wants to do something special in your life this week. And it all begins by you telling Him yes to whatever He asks. I hope you will. 
And I hope you'll join us again soon right here on Star City.